What is up, Fire Flower Girls and Powered Up Boys? This is your host, Matt, of the Nintendo Fever Podcast. With my amazing co-hosts in this episode, I feel like we can't even consider Gentis a special guest at this point. He just kind of feels like he's a part of the show as like a actual co-host, in my opinion. But I will introduce my uh, host with the most, Holly. How are you doing, Holly? I'm doing great. Just... Just here, enjoying life, playing games. That's the best way to be, playing games, enjoying life, and just hanging out, talking about nerdy video game stuff is the way that I think is always the best way to try and be. Um, And then with me for this is, oh my gosh, I saw you in the chat, Gentis, just now, and I was about to say, oh my gosh, Gentis is here. But no, like literally, (laughs) Gentis is here. So Gentis, my friend, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's... uh, I'm not as busy as I was last time we did this show, so I'm a lot more mellow this week. That's good. Mellow in the fact that you're not like stressing running around in a circle, basically, exactly. right? Okay. So exactly. I'm. I want to apologize real quick because I think we might be getting a little bit of a bad stream with maybe some uh, hiccups in the stream. It looks like we're dropping a bunch of frames. Um, so I'm going to give it just a second to find out why that might be. Um, let me look at something real fast. Okay, I think that might have stopped it. Um, if you're in the chat, uh, it looks like Rose F. Death is in the chat, and also Blind Hostility is there as well. If you're noticing that we're having some sort of problem, please say something and let me know, because we shouldn't be. Um, I do this sort of stuff a ton, so I don't know why today it's causing issue, other than that's just my luck, usually. Um, yes, it's lagging. It's all good. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, so but there's, there's probably about a 15-second delay. So. Well, I don't think That's it's quite 15. It I don't think it's quite 15, actually. Man, we're getting some really, really bad settings on here for some reason. Like, uh, man, I don't know what what the problem could be. It's really frustrating me. Sorry, guys. I'm, um, I don't, I don't want to present you with a bad show, and that's the worst part about this whole thing is I feel like it may reduce the show quality in some way. But we do want to we, – we, we come together today to talk about something that I think is pretty important, uh, and a, a lot of fans on the Internet seem to think that it's pretty important. Uh, we're going to talk about E3 this year, uh, how Nintendo did, and I think we'll end up talking a little bit about some other stuff in that as well. But before we get the show started, like, with going into, like, video games that were there at the show, I want to ask you both, like, what you thought of E3 in general. Just give a very quick – one to ten scale rating holly from one to ten brief uh, thoughts how did you think nintendo did this year at e3 i'm gonna go pretty generous and say eight out of ten that is very generous tournament the tournament was cool okay okay um was there any standout game for you that you want to mention real quick you know me fire emblem (laughs) i thought you were gonna say xeno chronicles dlc is actually what i thought you'd say in between it's a toss up but i mean xenoblade chronicles 2 is already out so i mean that's exciting too but yeah uh so gentis how about yourself uh, from 1 to 10 how did you think nintendo did this year at e3 well i'm going to sound like i'm copying holly but i was legit going to say a 7 or an 8 so i'll go with an 8 out of 10 jeez you guys um, are so generous well here's the deal though i watched all the conferences uh-huh. and like Sony and Square really got under my skin, so I don't even want to talk about those two. Um, really, Microsoft I thought had a pretty good conference. Yeah, like I'm ready to sell my PS4. I um, okay. <laughs> Microsoft had a, had a uh, yeah yeah. Lucas was first in line, so we'll see who's got the better offer. <laughs> um, 
Oh gosh, um, Nintendo though, I was really impressed overall. Um, they had a couple of surprises. My standout game is actually Super Mario Party because it's it's been a long time since we've had a true Mario Party. Like, not driving around in a minecart with four people, you know, and each person takes a turn. No, this is everybody's going across a board just like they used to be. Yeah. So, and it's going to have online. So, sort of online. Excited. Well, yeah, sort of. Let's, we'll get to that. Yeah, let's not let's not give well, Nintendo too much credit about that. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys are like super super above and beyond in my opinion how i thought nintendo did i was gonna give them like a six to a six and a half like being nice about it but like i don't want to make it bad actually exactly that was that's what i'm saying is like i i I mean that six six and a half in like a really good way um so that's the weird thing to me is that i I feel like your eights are kind of what my six and a half is if that makes any sense at all Mm-hmm. So um, my my standout game actually probably wasn't actually from Nintendo, uh, even at their conference. It was Starlink, uh, exactly what Blind Hostility just said. Also, if you're in the chat, please let us know what your guys' standout game was. And if, if the video looks really poor, please just minimize it and, uh, and purely just uh, listen to our sultry voices as we talk about Nintendo at E3. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm off my kilter now, so I apologize. Um... What do you guys want to talk about when it comes to Nintendo at E3? What were we talking about before? Matt, did you give us your standout game or? I did. Uh, my standout game was Battle Starlink. Starlink. Yes, uh, which I don't think is the official name. Is it something else Starlink? Is it uh, called Starlink Battle of Atlantis? Atlantis? Is that what it is? Something like that. Just Atlas. Atlas. Okay. Yeah. Um, that game. That game legitimately to me looks like. Um, that game looks like No Man's Sky. You just don't get out of the spaceship. And, like, I'm totally okay with that because I, I really enjoyed No Man's Sky and, like, the style of game that it offered with the exploring and flying to different planets and stuff like that. And if the only thing that this is going to be different from what it looks like is that I can't get out of the spaceship, which is fine because, as we know, Star Fox Adventures is not a good game. So that's good for me. You know, I'm excited for that. Um, Actually, I think during the Nintendo dem- the the uh, the treehouse demonstration, I believe that they showed a part where your pilot gets out. I don't what? think it was like extensive. I don't know what they did out of the ship. <laughs> no, I don't think they did. They they showed you could change the pilot. I'll, Maybe I'll, I'm thinking of Damon X Machina, which I know has the same thing. They didn't show off that during I the treehouse. Did they did they? that for Starlink too. Did they mm. show off da- Damon X Machina at the at the press conference? Um, well, they did a Treehouse Live demo what? for it, yes. Oh, well, I got to rewatch that one. I did not know that they did a Treehouse Live demo for that one. I was really surprised I didn't hear about that, actually. Um, you guys are going to have to vent yeah. for a second because my boss is calling. So you guys vent. Sweet. So, sure. so Starlink, as soon as I saw the game and as soon as Hello? I saw the R-Wing that yes. you could get, that was one of the two games for mm-hmm. me, three, that I pre-ordered, like... I got on my phone, I got on Best Buy, and I pre-ordered that game. Okay, I like the Star Fox edition of yeah. it, right? With the R-Wing yeah, and everything. Yeah. So, what was your other one then? I'm curious. You had only two. Oh, I can't believe I'm even saying this. Uh, I got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu with the Pokeball. Which is funny no because it's such... Well, but it's so different from the Pokemon that I'm used to playing. Like, I'm so used to playing competitive, you know, working on the EVs and the IVs and 
breeding for certain moves and trying to get the strongest team possible and working on team mechanics. Like I'm so used to that. It's going to be weird playing a Pokemon game where you don't do that. But maybe to a degree you will be able to do that though. And that's just it. It's to a degree you can. There are candies that you can feed your Pokemon. I saw in the demo, uh, or not in the demo, but in the gameplay for it in the treehouse. Um, you know, there are trainer battles. Your Pokemon will know four moves and that kind of stuff. Um, so I am excited for that. Um, it's actually got me back into Pokemon Go as well. Like, I played Pokemon Go in the beginning and fell off within a month or two. And then I played it a little bit. Um, I thought I played it a little bit to get the Santa Hat Pikachu, but I guess I didn't because I don't have one. Um, but I did pick it up again to get the Ash Hat Pikachu. And Pikachu? What are you I, guys talking about? Pokemon again? Yeah, because I, I pre-ordered Starlink immediately and I pre-ordered Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And okay. I was just telling her how that's gotten me back into Pokemon Go. I want to talk and about... I, I fell off hard, and now I'm really back into it again, now that I have an Apple I think Watch. That's probably a story you might hear a lot of places if you ask around. I know my yeah. friend Kelly, she's way back into Pokemon Go now. Although I think, I don't think she ever really got off, so. So here's my question to you guys, is what did you think about the showing, and did I miss the conversation about Pikachu, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee? Did I miss that? Not too much. Okay, because I I want to know your guys' thoughts, because I'm actually really disappointed in the way that they decided to present it and the way that the game looks in general. I understand that Pokemon has always been geared more towards a younger generation than it is a hardcore uh, generation game, but like the reality is is the majority of Nintendo fans that love Nintendo for what they offer are older, and and I don't Mm. understand why they they seem to almost want to, to, it feels like, Okay, this is how I feel. They almost want to down talk to us and say, like, we don't care that you are a 30 year old man who likes to play these sorts of video games. We're still going to garner them and really push them towards children. I don't understand why there can't be more of like a medium in the middle somewhere where they can say, like, this doesn't look like a child's game. Like the presentation of that game to me was super underwhelming in my opinion like i'm not looking for blood super and guts cute. I, i'm not looking for like them like to chop pikachu in half or like make him like squeeze into a pokeball <laughs> and like he's begging to like release me like i'm not looking for anything t- crazy but like the game looks like it's for an eight-year-old do you not do you, do you think it looks not like that it what it looks like to me is it looks like a reimagining of what i remember playing back in 1998 and I'm okay with that. Um, and here's why. Um, I, I, was, I was just mentioning that I am a competitive Pokemon player. I'm not as good as I wish I was, mm-hmm. but I am a competitive Pokemon player. And I go into this game understanding it's a spin-off game. It's more like Pokemon Ranger or Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, where it is a spin-off game. This is Generation really... 8 isn't coming until next year. Okay, and, yeah, that's true. And they've said that Generation 8 is going to make significant improvements over Gen 7 and Let's Go the Let's Go games. Mm-hmm. So I'm holding out hope that the series will, pardon the pun, evolve when <laughs> it comes to Gen 8 on Switch. I will not pardon that pun so, at all. That was a great pun, my friend. That was that was perfect. Perfect pun. So, and that, and that's, it's for that reason that I'm okay with it looking the way it does. Oh, I don't... So, I just I, I I'm I'm so disappointed in the presentation of it, Holly. What did you think of the presentation of it? 
Well, I think you got to kind of give some slack to the developers who are making the game so that it, w- it will appeal to like everyone. No, and I get that. Uh, everyone I who do. played Pokemon Go and aren't necessarily into like the hardcore Pokemon games. That's kind of the intended audience for mm-hmm. it. So they developed, I mean, that was like the development goal for the entire project. So they just made it that way and and I think and it's, it's fine. I'm not. I haven't pre-ordered it. I don't. I'm still on the fence with it. But um, does the, do you think the presentation the has anything to do with you being on the fence of it? Because, for instance, I thought that the uh, Pokemon, which which is the two most recent ones that came to the 3ds, uh, not the uh, Ultimate Ultra Sun, Ultra Sun and, Ultra and Moon. Moon. Okay, Sun and Moon. That's one that I was thinking of. Sun and Moon. I got back into to Moon and I started to play it and I put a good ten hours into it and I enjoyed my time in it and stuff. But I felt like the presentation of that did grow up a little bit. Um, I thought that it looked different enough from like Black and white for instance like it looked like it had done some sort of change and this game let's go pikachu and let's go eevee to me looks so much like a high-res version of a 3ds game to me that is like that is an, an annoyance that's me like it, it seems like it's them i agree like we're not quite to gen 8 and this feels like a game that they're waiting to get to the next part of pokemon and that's i think part of my frustration and see for me i've and this is kind of uh my side of that argument i feel like this game is intended to bridge the gap between the pokemon go players and the pokemon competitive players Mm -hmm. i think that this is going to be the game where they can see okay well it's a little bit more complex than pokemon go i'm starting to get an idea of what pokemon's about maybe next year when the new pokemon games come out on switch you know i already have a switch i'm already playing pokemon let's go on the switch maybe just maybe i'll give pokemon gen 8 a try hmm. and i i kind of think that that's their goal at this it's to tie the pokemon audience over mm-hmm. and to bridge the gap between the hardcore and the casual hmm. it'll be interesting to kind of see how this sort of stuff evolves and i i'm, I'm stealing your pun on purpose uh how this mm-hmm. sort of stuff like kind of evolves and what we see in the near future with the pokemon games and uh even even with the pokemon go app because there has been already some updates more recently with the friends update where you're going to actually be able to trade pokemon for the first time in that app mm-hmm. in that game so i think that's that's going to be an improvement too um anybody else have anything else to say about pokemon real quick or can we move on we can move on okay uh holly why don't you talk about the next game you pick one Oh, I can just pick one. Okay, so um, I'm not going to go the obvious way. I guess I'll pick... Let's go with Damon X Machina. Yes, I know you didn't see the Treehouse demo, Matt, but but that game looks pretty good. Here, okay, people who've played Xenoblade Chronicles X are not going to be surprised by this, but I seriously legitimately thought watching that trailer that this was some kind of Skell spinoff game. Mm-hmm. Where you were just fighting in scales. Yeah, because it's mechs, exactly it. right. These things are scales, man. Um, it's not developed by Suda Five One, but it is developed by Marvelous Entertainment and Grasshopper. Is Grasshopper on this as well? Did you see Gentis? If he was, or if they are, or aren't? I did not. I had no idea what was going on at this point in the presentation. So. Uh, I'm almost positive that this is Marvelous Entertainment, but it may not be Grasshopper, which is fine. Uh, Grasshopper, of course, is developing the new No More Heroes, or what is it called? <laughs> no More Heroes minigame collection. I can't remember what the exact name was, but that's what it is. Um, so I'm not surprised that Suda51 is not directing it, but I wish he was because I like his in- involvement in these sorts of games. Um, this game... 
was a good way to open up the show, I thought, because it was something big, extravagant. Um, not the most graphically impressive game, but definitely has a lot of style over substance, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say style over substance because we don't know how deep the mechanics of this game goes, but it definitely has a very uh, large style to it to kind of hide that graphical underpower. And I don't know if that's just purely because they wanted to go with this graphical style or because of underpowered reasons or anything like that. But I thought it was a good way to open up the show. I mean, I want to know more about it, and I definitely want to see the stage demo that i didn't see so gentis did you see the stage demo i did not uh so holly you are the only one who stole the stage devil so you have to walk us through it from start to finish oh my goodness no pressure well all right so in this game you're like the pilot of this crazy mech thing and like i like i say it's like a skill from xenoblade chronicles x including the fact that you can like add weaponry to it and things like that one cool thing so you go into these missions and these and you have to complete these objectives in these missions and things like that and uh as you go through, you know, you're shooting enemies and uh, destroying things. You can actually, okay, one of the coolest parts to me in the demonstration is that you can walk up to like a, a pillar or a column or something like that, pull out, it's kind of weak already. And you are you can have your mech pull out like a beam out of there. And for one thing, use that beam as a weapon and for another collapse the whole thing. And you can do damage to enemies surrounding the pillar that way for one thing. And uh, so highly destructible environments and, and things like that. and just these objectives that you've got to do take out some enemies and going along with that like pick up a beam and use it thing like there are all sorts of weapons that you can collect during missions that you can actually use right away on your mech just right there in that mission so uh lots of it looks like there's going to be a lot of like upgrading your mech and uh i believe because we've talked about how starlink maybe doesn't have that ability for you to get out of your ship mm -hmm. this game definitely does and then that's where i might be getting mixed up actually okay. so you'll definitely be able to get out of your mech and do who knows what there so you can customize your pilot uh, it does actually despite the fact that it's like brand new like the reveal has is like you know just fresh mm -hmm. despite that fact like it seems pretty fleshed out already and uh yeah definitely check out the treehouse live segment if you can there's a standalone video on youtube where you can do that i i, I definitely want to my question before i check it out and i'll find out when i watch it obviously but did it seem like it was open world or more stage based it looked more arcadey and stage based okay. to me so i don't know um, if the getting out I of the neck will matter too much watching it but Okay. What's that? I said uh, if it if it's more arcadey or stagey, it won't matter so much if it's open world uh, for the getting out of the mech part of it. I don't think, but now I'll I'll definitely take a look at that stage demo because I would be super interested to see more about it. Uh, Gentis, what's another game that you were interested in? So one that kind of sold me is uh, Hollow Knight. Okay. Did you, um, go, did I had you buy heard it? About that because from what I understand, it is a port. Yes. From other systems, but considering it's only a $15 game and it's an indie platformer I've really been craving one of those right now They, they I didn't get a release date for Shovel Knight which I was hoping for um, so I was kind of happy to see that truth be told I haven't bought it yet because I've been so busy playing another game that uh, you know I cannot pull myself away from other said game mm -hmm. but um, Hollow Knight is definitely like a must buy for me I'll probably pick it up tomorrow when I get paid and when I finally preload Mario Tennis as much as that pains you to hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't care for that <laughs> that stuff. That video game that you kids play nowadays. 
no. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I'm, I am excited to get through Hollow Knight. I also downloaded the Octopath Traveler demo. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot to get that. I haven't played it yet. Same deal. But I'm looking forward to that because I know it's going to be like the Bravely games where you can transfer your progress from the demo over to the actual game to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Okay. And that uh, is, is something I'd be willing to talk about. But what did you think about Hollow Knight, Holly? Did you, are you someone that's interested in picking that up or, or have you picked it up? Um, well, I put it on my wish list. I don't have a whole lot of money. I, I can't afford a ton of games, but it's definitely one that's going to be pretty high up on my wish list. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that wish list is getting very long. And one of my top games that I really want to get once I have some money is Celeste. Maybe oh, when yes. it's on sale. I feel like that one is is a game so. that's primed to go on sale for like $10. There's a bunch of games. I guess uh, we should preface this real quick, uh, especially if you're listening to it live. Like, guys, jump out real quick and just like go and check out the eShop and then come back later or something and let us know what you guys uh, bought. Uh-oh, somebody said check my Facebook messages. I don't know how to do that while I'm doing all this. I'm just kidding. I'll figure it out. Um, so uh, there's a bunch of games that are on sale right now that look really good for like $10, $5. There was a game that's on the Golf Story. Golf Story is on sale sale right now for nine dollars um i'm going to i'm going to hopefully pick that game up because i love uh what that game looks like obviously and from what i've heard that's a steal for that game yes uh it's it's supposed to be so good yes i i think i think it looks absolutely amazing uh hold on one second i can't type and talk at the same time um so (laughs) Definitely, uh, everyone should go and check out that sort of stuff. Golf Story, yes, uh, looks absolutely amazing, and there's some other cool stuff that's for sale as well. Um, so, Octopath Traveler, you said you haven't played it yet. Holly, did you ever decide on where you stand on Octopath Traveler? I think he might have had to, well, to I... go to work. <laughs> Either way, um update on that well i was sold talking about like not having money for games well i'm that's because i splurge on things and mm-hmm. i just barely pre-ordered the wayfarers edition of octopath because oh i'm sold on it now that demo was good oh man i feel like i that demo was good too like both of those combined to kind of make me think i really want this game and i kind of chose it over pokemon go i was kind of trying to decide between those let's two go. in terms of like pokemon let's my go. long-term budget you said Pokemon Go. You mean Pokemon Let's Go? Let's Go, yes. <laughs> I'm going to spend like 100 bucks on Pokemon Go Pokeballs and stuff or on Project... Actually, it's not Project anymore. Octopath Traveler. Yeah, it's just Octopath now. Uh, Octopath is a game that's just so much fun. The, dem- the first demo won me over pretty hard. I just don't know if I have time to play a game like that. So, like, that's the only thing keeping me away from maybe not buying it is I don't like buying games that I won't put the effort into uh, putting a good amount of effort into. Right. So it's hard for me to really want to get that one. Another game that they talked about at the press conference is a game called Paladins. Have you guys heard of this game, Paladins? I've heard well, of it, I, but I don't know much about oh, it. Oh my gosh. So have you guys ever played Overwatch? No, I've never played it, uh, but I know what it is. It's so much fun. Overwatch is this great team-based uh, game where you're a hero fighter, you're trying to compete against other teams, and it's like there's capture the flag modes, there's things that are sort of like deathmatch, there's capture the zone mode and stuff. Like it's super uh, immersive. You have to play as a team and stuff like that. And Overwatch is an amazing game that I wish would come to the Nintendo Switch. But because Overwatch was such a good game, so popular, people obviously did what they always do, and that's kind of rip off that game and make another game based around the 
same sort of mechanics and style. Paladins is that game. It's a hero-based game with four-on-four combat. You're doing all sorts of different uh, goals in the middle of a match and stuff like that. Go look up gameplay for this because legitimately I want to get it, but it's $30 at release, and there's supposed to be a free-to-play version that's going to be coming out uh, sometime over the summer, and I'm just going to wait for the free-to-play version of it because as much as I love Overwatch, there's so many other games that pull me left and right. I don't want to spend $30 on a game that I may only play for like a couple of weekends before I put it down. And that's my worry with that sort of game. Um, but still, go look up Paladins. Very cool looking game. I want to just run down real quick all the games that were, were talked about in the sizzle reel, I think. And then I'll, I'll start with Holly, then jump down to Gentis, and we will talk about uh, what games we want to talk about from that that right there, if that's okay with you guys. Sure. Okay. So during the sizzle reel, we saw Starlink Battle of Atlas, Arena, or oh yeah, Arena of Valor, Minecraft, the physical edition, Sushi Strikers, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, Donkey Kong Adventure, uh, Pixel Arc, uh, Arc Survival Evolved, Just Dance 2019, Dragon Ball Z, Fighter Z, yes, so happy. Sorry, uh, Splatoon 2, <laughs> Captain Toad, Crash Bandicoot, uh, Ninja La. I don't remember seeing Ninja La. Uh, Ninjala. Ninjala. I don't remember seeing that. That one escapes me. I don't. I don't know that. You made up a word there, Holly, to trick me. I think. I think that was. I think that was from a Nindies event that they did last year, if I remember right. I don't remember at all. Uh, Car. Some positive things said about it. Car Casanova, which is a really cool board game. If you guys don't know what that is, uh, FIFA 19, uh, Wastelands 2, Paladins, Dark Souls Remastered, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Holly's excited. Yes. SNK so Heroines, uh, Wolfenstein 2. The world ends with you. I wish they would have done an entire segment on that game, Holly. Uh, Mega yeah. Man 11, Mario Tennis Crappers, I mean Aces, uh, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, obviously got the largest part of the Direct. But man, oh man, they had so many games in the sizzle reel. Uh, so many games, in fact, that I think Holly's lying to me just to see if I would catch it or not, because she's the one that wrote up our notes. Um, so... I might have missed one on accident. <laughs> There's a I don't even know uh, how many more games there are. Also, we haven't talked about Overcooked 2 or Killer Queen Black, which looked interesting. Not my cup of tea. Do either of you care about Killer Queen Black? Not that one. Overcooked I'm interested in, but not Killer Queen Black. I feel like if I was a college student, some of these games would really get me like interested but the fact that like I, I i play with like an 11 year old and she doesn't really care for like hardcore uh, more competitive style games as much it's hard for me right. to like play with her on those types of games and it's hard for me to get like a group of people in my house and play so like those sort of like really kind of hardcore competitive games don't get me as excited as they used to but i do know that they have appeal for a, a lot of people obviously and it is online the killer queen black which has me slightly more interested. Holly, did you get Overcooked 1, the original? I did, actually, yeah. I and played what, it for a bit. What would you think of it? It's really fun, but, I mean, it's stressful, too. Yeah. You've heard much about it, but, uh, but yeah, it can get stressful. And you're just, you know, when it comes down to it, you're just yelling at each other playing this game. You're working together, sure. And cooperative gameplay is kind of my thing. I really like cooperative gameplay. But, again, this is so stress-inducing and and lots of yelling, like I say. Lots and lots of yelling. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's why it sounds like, that's why it sounds like fun to me. I like yelling at people <laughs> and playing games with. Um, yeah. Fun. 
So I, I got to try it again. Yeah. Um, I, uh, what was I going to say real quick about one of those two games? I don't remember. So Holly, which out of the big long list of games that we were just, that I just mentioned, do you want to say a, a, a quick brief word about? I want to say a quick brief word about The World Ends With You. I mean, this game has already been released in the past. It's pretty old at this point. came out on the Nintendo DS, who knows how long ago, 2007 or something, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I played a a fair amount of it. And I think the combat system kind of turns some people off. But you just have to kind of learn how you can enjoy the game. I found that when I turned the difficulty level down, and when you turn the difficulty level down, um, you actually get fewer rewards. So it's kind of like a risk and reward system, which I think is really cool. If you want to get really good at the combat system, then there is that challenge for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you kind of I really enjoyed the story, though, and I did actually start to enjoy battles as well once they weren't quite as stressful and difficult. Um, and once I kind of found my groove with that game, I just loved it. I can't wait to see kind of how they tweak the battle system to work with like buttons only because it did have like a it was like a hybrid like you hit buttons and use the touch control thing Swiping at the same time bit, and yeah. it was kind of hard to manage that battle system but i think they're going to tweak it and make it a little bit more accessible and once they do i think it's going to be so cool it's such a stylish game too like for that to be kind of reworked in hd it's going to look amazing i, I can't wait mm-hmm. Uh, the HD remake of it is definitely going to look pretty stunning. I agree. And I think that it's going to also uh, stand like head and shoulders over the original, obviously. Um, and I think it's going to become the more efficient way to play it because I do think it's going to be easier to play, um, which is which I think can turn people off from the original DS. I think when we first got the game on the DS and stuff, it was like a novelty, which made it cool to play, obviously. But the fact that like it slowly like it, it took a lot of effort to play, I think can also shoo people away from it. A friend of the show and a good friend of mine, his name is Ben. Uh, he actually is a big fan or he, he got the game and he loves Nintendo products. He loves the DS and he was talking about how he did not like this game and he thought the controls were just bad and i i can't like disagree with him right like i can't be like you're wrong those are great controls because they're not good controls we just can play with them right so like they're good enough for what we're doing with them but they're by no means like this this great control scheme obviously so i'm excited for the change it can be for absolutely for sure uh gentis out of that long list of games that may or may not be made up uh which one did you like um, probably the biggest one that stood out for me, I would say Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate because I'm really excited for that. But I obviously know what I'm getting into with that one. So, you know, that I just know I'm going to buy that one. Um, the one that stood out for me was probably the Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle Donkey Kong Adventure. Um, I love Donkey Kong. I did enjoy, I, I think I've played halfway through Mario and Rabbids. I still need to go back and finish that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing Donkey Kong and they've got like a rabid version of Cranky Kong and Rabbit Peach going up against uh, Rabbit Kong. I'm actually excited to play that. It, it almost looks like it's going to be either as long as the rest of the game or probably about half that length, which I'm OK with. They said that it's it, actually supposed to be close to the uh, full length of the game, which I'm good with, because isn't that just part of the season pass? I believe yeah, I yeah, already yeah. own. Yes, it is. So, yeah, you're basically getting a game and a half or almost two full games mm-hmm. for the price of a game and a half. I am perfectly OK with that. For me, so. 
that game is like one of my most like disappointed games of 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 the switch so far and it's not anything that that the game did to me it's all because my switch died um in the middle of of the last year uh and i had to replace it and i lost all of my save data and that is a game i don't want to play from the start again like i yeah, like I, I understand that i loved the 10 hours that i put into that game legitimately i did I don't want to play those 10 hours again. Like I, I will never, I will probably never pick that game up again. And it's sad to say, because I, I would have beat it. I would have really, I know I would have enjoyed it, but the, the, the tutorials on those sorts of games are so tiresome. They're so, mm-hmm. so uh, tedious. They're important in the beginning of learning a game, obviously, but once you know right. it, those are the worst things to have to sit through again. So did you buy the DLC then for the game? I did not. No, I did not buy the season pass. Okay. Otherwise, I was going to say there's a good chance the Donkey Kong will load from the menu somewhere. Uh, that would so be you so might nice. not have. I'll let you know, but you might not have to play the first 10 hours of the game again to get to the Donkey Kong. DLC. If that's the case, I may buy the Donkey Kong DLC just so I can play it. I want to I was here's the worst part is I have to play like three hours just to unlock the, the multiplayer battle mode again in it. Like there's so much unlocking mm-hmm. that has to be done to play like the base game. And that's always a frustration about those sorts right. of games. Um, Try playing Kirby sometime. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You Yeah, but you know what? Kirby's fun. So I don't mind doing that again. Um <laughs> Holly, was there another game on that list of games? Oh, no, I haven't talked about a game, I guess. Let me talk about a game. Can I talk about a game, guys, please? Yeah. I guess. Okay, cool. If you must. I, I do. I have to. Even though I interrupt you guys like halfway through all the time. But anyways, <laughs> now be quiet for me. Just kidding. Uh, I want to talk about Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, I know that on our last podcast, uh, it was one of the games that I asked very nicely to the developers that they would please bring to the Switch. And I guess they were listening to us. So if you guys have any wish list items, go ahead and say them right now. They listen. Uh, so I have to buy this game. I've already committed to you, the listenership, to you, my co-host. Like I already said, like if this game comes, I will be there to buy it day one. And I will. They have not given a release date. We know that it's coming out in September in Japan, but we don't know what the North American release date is going to be quite yet. I hope it's close to that. Uh, I will. They're going to even have some extra extra stuff with like the DLC. So it's going to be one of those like complete editions, which is super exciting as well. Uh, I don't know how much you guys know about like recent fighting games that have come out like Blaze Blue or even the Street Fighter 30th edition. But like to me, the Nintendo Switch has become like the ultimate arcade fighting machine. It's amazing. Do you know what's coming out tomorrow, Gentis? What? The Last Blade 2. Which is, do you know, okay. which, do, you, do you know what The Last Blade 2 is? I don't know anything about that. Okay, so Neo Geo makes the, ma- the most amazing fighting games, and The Last Blade series is a very well-renowned fighting game series, but you can't buy them anymore. You can't play them because they're Neo Geo, they're arcade cabinets and stuff like that. But, like, if, if you look at my Nintendo Switch right now, my library is filled with King of Fighters, uh, Mark of the Wolf, uh, what's the other? Oh, a Samurai Showdown, uh, Street Fighter uh, HD, Street Fighter 30th Edition. It's going to have Blaze Blue, hopefully sooner than later. It's going to have Dragon Ball Z Fighters. It's going to have The Last Blade 2. Like, there are so many amazing fighting games on this system. It makes me so happy because fighting games are like junk food, right? Like you can just jump into it, play a couple rounds and then leave it alone for a while. It's amazing. In my opinion, the only other type of game that we need on this system that is, that's my other junk food type game is Castlevania. Uh, I wish they would just port 
the DS Castlevania games to the Switch. I'd be so happy if they just ported the games and all you did was push the the minus button to get your map or something like that because <laughs> those games are the most laid back fun experiences to chill with and just enjoy like playing a video game in my opinion. Um, so yeah, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, you know, combo, great combo system. It's a three-way tag battler. It just it looks beautiful. I can't say enough pretty nice things about that game. Thank you, Bandai Namco or Namco Bandai or whatever you want to be called this week. I just like you. Today, yeah. Um, so let's take a small break in the middle of the show. And I know that sounds really weird, but I don't mean small break as in we're leaving again, though we probably were never here to begin with. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> if, if possible, uh, Holly and Gentis, do you guys have any recent swag that we could talk about? I do. Awesome. Gentis, could you Who's please? Who's going first, Holly? I think, I think Gentis will. Oh, no, Holly is. Never mind. I won't get in the middle of this. Okay. I do have my thing. Uh, Go, for those listening to the audio of this, you're totally missing out on this awesome poster that came with the physical copy of SteamWorld Dig 2 for the Switch. It plays. So it comes with this like double-sided poster where you've got like a, uh, one side is like movie poster-esque where it has like, you know, starring down at the bottom or, you know, who's here's who made the game and everything. Um, and then it's got, you know, some cool art. And the other side is a missing poster for Rusty, which That's is great. kind of important to the story of the game. Uh, so that is very cool. That's uh, Wait, Rusty's gone? Also a reversible cover. Just kidding. <laughs> What's that? I said, wait, Rusty's missing? I was just kidding. I was, I was joking. <laughs> spoiler alert. No, I don't I think it's a <laughs> yeah, spoiler. To the, to the beginning uh, of the yeah. game. Yeah. Yep. Technically, he was never really there. <laughs> Anyways, what, what else? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Poor Holly. So, did you have anything else, Holly? Uh, nope. Keep it okay. brief. I've got a couple things. Um, I completed my Build a Bear Pokemon collection That's again. Not a bear. I got the Jigglypuff. Yes, Build a Bear. It's not a bear. It? It's not a bear. No, but you build him, what's, and you get to watch him. What's that clothing? You build a puff. Um, it's it's, it's a little cape, actually. A little weird, but I had to get it because each of the Pokemon has their own exclusive outfit. So I got a build a Jigglypuff. Build a Jigglypuff. I love that name. I I went to an amazing site that you may or may not have heard of called Etsy.com, and I picked up the entire set of Legend of Zelda amiibo cards. So officially not licensed by Nintendo. Oh, okay. but they they do function as amiibo. I've wondered about getting those. Does that Gentis? Don't take this the wrong way. Does this make you a pirate? No, because sort of according to uh, no because kind according of? to the, according to the laws of copyright, you're allowed to have a copy of something that you own, and I do own all 22 physical Legend of Zelda amiibo. Oh, okay. So what? I don't feel bad because I own them all, but I wanted something that's easier to carry with me. Okay, I can I can understand that to a point. Um, so you don't none of those amiibo cards are are any that you don't own then, right? You own all the Correct. amiibo. Okay, okay. So that's a little different. Correct. What do you think about? Because I've seen them on like the Wish app and the Geek app and stuff like that. I know this is a tangent. I apologize. Don't yell at me, guys. Um, uh, does it make you a pirate if you buy those if you don't own the amiibo? Are you a pirate? I don't think so because they don't really do reprints of the amiibos very often. Mm-hmm. I would still say if you can try and find the amiibo, do. 
that I don't know. I I mean, I, I'm going to get the new Zelda amiibo when they come to Smash, the mm-hmm. six new ones they'll release, and however many new Pokemon there are, there will probably be seven this time around. But I don't know. I'm kind of over amiibo beyond that at this point. It's surprising like how I, amiibos kind of fallen in graces to even worse mm-hmm. than like a novelty. Like it's become it's become right. less than a gimmick in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Holly, what do, what do you feel about the... Have you seen those printed Amiibo cards that have the NFC chip like embedded inside of it? Well, there's a lot of different kind of sets that you can buy from different uh, online sites and whatnot. And I actually have a set myself. Really? So, yeah, but they're like these really hard, tiny little cards that have oh, art... Oh, did you get the mini ones? True to life. Yeah, and they come oh, in this little... Yeah. They came in this little clear uh, case or uh-huh. whatnot. I huh. saw that set. I considered it for a minute. Chat. And I just wanted all the Amiibo gear in Breath of the Wild. Really chat, bad. Chat. Are, are are these guys pirates? Are they are they pirates just a little bit? You answer. I, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. Uh, Gentis has something and, else that he wants to show off, though. So yeah. I think we should move to that. What, one last thing. Uh-huh. The big one that I got this Ooh. week. I technically got that, too. I'm what just do you mean technically? Waiting to... Technically. <laughs> well, it got delivered to my parents' house, oh. so... I couldn't. Okay, I ordered it on my dad's Amazon because he's got Prime and stuff. <laughs> yep. But and you don't even get it in two days. He's telling me what the password is. It's not right. I can't log in. I couldn't change the shipping or the delivery. Dude, thing I paid or like whatever. twenty-four dollars for that book because of the pre-order stuff. Oh my gosh. So. That's, that's that's some pretty cool recent swag. I don't have any recent swag that I can show you on screen. I mean, technically I do. I bought some new Joy-Cons because, okay, sad story, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, my left Joy-Con, which I have in my office at the moment, my left Joy-Con, uh, you can't click in no more. Nope, doesn't. Oh. Doesn't click in. No, no clicky. No clicky. No clicky. And, up, and it doesn't that's work weird. when you push it up. I don't know what happened. I don't know how I broke it. So I bought two new Joy-Cons. And I, then I bought the replacement uh, joystick. And I'm going to take this apart tonight. So wish me luck, guys. Wish me luck. You're such be. a pirate. What? It, yeah, I know. A pirate because I'm fixing now. my own stuff? I don't have a year <laughs> warranty no more. My warranty's up. It's been a year. Nintendo did this on purpose. They made it so, so that it would break after, after uh, my warranty was up. At least like you right have to replace your entire 3DS because your joystick stock working. At least you can just replace one part of your Switch now. That's very true. Why'd you have to jinx my uh why'd you have to jinx my 3DS, buddy? Huh? Why'd you have to jinx it? I was talking about somebody else's 3DS, I know. Why'd you have to jinx their 3DS? Wow, what a savage. Um, you can't jinx it if it's already broken. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I I am off. I'm off the my tangent. Okay, so um let's get back into E3 a little bit. Um I want to talk about a little bit of a rant, if you guys don't mind. Will you indulge me just for a moment while I rant? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, so there are some people that said that they were very disappointed in the way that the Direct went this year. There are some people that said that it was it was very uh, tiresome, and it wasn't interesting, and it wasn't a good Direct, and a whole bunch of other stuff was said about it, right? Very negative, negative, negative way about des- describing what they felt about Nintendo at E3 this year. And I just want to say, uh, quiet down up front, because... Nintendo doesn't care about E3, and you should stop caring about E3 too. E3 is not important to Nintendo. E3 doesn't need to be important to Nintendo, and you need to learn. It's time to, I, I mean, call me old man if you have to, but it's time to grow up a little bit and uh, and uh, get your expectations in check. 
because he's cranky Kong and he didn't know it. I didn't know I was this cranky, but I, I have definitely become more cranky because this is it's madness. And if you guys don't think so, I under, I can understand where you may oh. come from. But um, here's the thing is the E3 was a great showing presentation of what they had to offer for the uh, foreseeable future. And the reality is that everybody should by now realize we get more than one big direct a year we get multiple mini directs then we get like three big directs and e3 isn't even one of the big directs anymore so that should excite us for the next uh three months because what does that mean is going to happen in about three months it means we're going to get a direct with games that we don't know anything about and that's far more exciting than E3, where we knew, we already knew that this was going to be a Smash Brothers show out. That's what we knew was going to happen on this, in my opinion. Um, raise, no, raise my I'm, hand over here. I'm ranting. You're good. What would you like, Holly? <laughs> um, so before the show, Matt and I were talking about this a little bit. And my big point is that it's all about timing for Nintendo. Nintendo has had some great E3s in recent years. And it's about timing. It's what they have to show. And, you know, the timing for this one just wasn't bad. I think we're going to see Animal Crossing later on. I think we're going to see uh, what else was everybody so getting so excited about. Uh, is that it? Animal Crossing? That's one of the big ones. There's always one game. We didn't get Animal oh, Crossing. Metroid Prime. So upset. Mo- Metroid Prime 4, What's obviously, that? too. Metroid Prime 4. See, well, we'll see that. Any, we'll see anybody, that later on, too. Anybody should have known, though, that that game is way too early into development to show. They said it last year. They said it last year that we just want you to know that we are working on this game. Um, Yeah. I don't think we'll see anything until at least December on that one. Oh, I don't think we'll see it this year. I I don't think we'll see it till next E3 or sometime next. I agree. But I think the earliest we could see it would be September. We're not going to see it, Gentis. just a spin around of Samus. Nope, we're not going to see it. Nope, never. Never again. It's all dead. (laughs) All of it. It's like it's like a lot of people say Sony and Microsoft tend to announce these things that don't come out for the longest time. Nintendo wants to show you something. Yes. You know. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts three was teased on the PlayStation two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, you can. All right. So here's the thing. I understand the Internet is about high. Probably I probably high. Hyper- hyperbole hyperbole thank you thank you gentis <laughs> i understand that the internet is filled with people who can't talk like myself included but uh like i get that we're supposed to over exaggerate and we're supposed to be kind of comical i'm being joking guys like i'm i'm i i don't care one way or another how somebody else feels about something getting announced or not getting announced kind of the same thing with this waluigi thing which is another small rant for me oh. is Lu- waluigi is stupid in general and he's leave, supposed to be stupid Sakurai alone. and be happy that we're getting everybody back right if anybody is like willing to like ar- be Us angry too. That's the thing is like Nintendo fans are, are garbage, are, are very, very, very salty for no reason. Not us. We're the cool Nintendo fans, okay? But everyone else is terrible because no matter what they announce, it's never enough. You know, they talk about all these great games and it's like, why, why didn't we get Animal Crossing and Metroid Prime? It's like, but we got a whole bunch of other great games. Oh, uh, yeah. And then next year when we get those great games, everyone is going to say, but why didn't they talk about the new Zelda? Like, and then the same thing happened with, with Smash Brothers this year. We got everybody, guys. We have every, every single, single character, every single character. And everyone's like, why can't we play as Waluigi? It's like, who cares about Waluigi? 
Oh, I mean, just... we got Daisy Ridley for Pete's sake. You got Ridley? Yeah. Who doesn't like a little Star yeah. Wars? Yeah. I was going to say, Yoda confirmed. That's been my thing. Uh, they Yoda announced confirmed. Daisy and Ridley. Yoda's confirmed for Smash. So going back to Smash Brothers real quick, Gentis, me and Holly spoke very, very uh, slightly about it, but I know you're kind of more a retro gamer as well. Um, and I wanted to get your opinion. And the, everybody in the chat, please tell me what you think, too, because I think this is a much bigger controversy and something that's worth a conversation. Waluigi being in Smash Brothers is not worth a conversation. End game. No. So now on to the thing that is worth a conversation. Should Bomberman only be an assist trophy? No. What do you how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, if we've got Pac-Man or Snake or any of those guys, there's no reason that we can't have Bomberman. That's kind of how I was I, feeling. I just don't know if he's big enough to be in Smash Brothers is the problem. Do you think he's... Usually, yes, because... the, usually the characters that have made it in are big characters. I don't really know who he is myself. So <sighs> I think that's... that's that's uh, Gentis, you hurt my heart. That's a, that's I know, a, I'm sorry. That's a disservice. You and I like to, we, we like to dig at each other. That's why this works. Bomberman is, you've shown very little respect right now to your elder of Bomberman. And so if, I've played exactly two Bomberman games in my life. But you know who he I is. Think. His name is right. is popular enough that it feels like it feels like a slap. It, it, I thought it felt like a slap when they're like, oh, and guess what? We have a new assist trophy. Bomberman. <laughs> like... I don't God no one no wonder you're so bitter about the whole crash for smash campaign because <laughs> oh my goodness seeing crash in, it. in there over Bomberman you will be devastated you might have to boycott buying the game I don't want to hear a blind hostility don't say a word <laughs> I can't I don't have a chat up what is he saying he hasn't said anything he says, yet and crash don't say oh. it <laughs> don't continue so, with this thought um the chat At least is I knew who crash was. Simon Belmont crash crash you know. bandicoot from that terrible game series called Crash Bandicoot. Hey, his commercials were catchy back in the early 90s. Holly, do you... It's not like Pac-Man is starring in the best games of the day. Right? No, but everyone knows right? who Pac-Man is. And Pac-Man is, people is know valid. Who Crash is? No, nobody with gaming experience... No, I'm just kidding. I was, I was going to cross the line. Uh, I would like Belmont. I would like a Castlevania character. And I think that we're going to get three more characters. I think that we'll get three I, more reveals before December when it's released. Rumor I'm hearing is six that <laughs> aren't Echo Fighters. Good golly. There's no way so. we get six before December. Oh, yeah. Why not? Because that is one a month. That would be nearly. madness. That would be madness. Um, it'd be Wonder cool. Wonder Red! Do it! Oh, my gosh. Wonder Red. Uh, <laughs> there's a rumor that we're going to get a re-release of, of Wonderful 101. Let's go back to uh, some stuff in Smash Brothers, actually, for this podcast. If you guys have any questions inside, uh, Blind Hostility just said, hush your mouth, Matt. And I, I imagine mm -hmm. you said it like this, hush your mouth, Matt. Yes, yeah, that's why I, I imagine. Um, going back to the notes just for a moment. By the way, our stream looks great now, guys. That's why I'm in such a good mood. It's because our stream just looks so streamy. Um... I thought yeah, Treehouse just changes on a dime. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought Treehouse was garbage this year, and I know I missed one of the bigger presentations I, with the uh, the Damon X Machina uh, presentations. But uh, overall, compared to last year, it was not good. They didn't have nearly as many Nindies. They didn't have nearly as many developers, and they focused far too heavily on Smash Brothers. I get why they did that. I'm not against them doing it, obviously. Right. But you can, I can, 
forgive me, I can only watch so much Smash Brothers being played in front of me before I'm just like, all right, guys, I get it. You hit each other until one of you flies away. Like, I get the right. concept of Smash. I understand it. And the fact that they did not have a ton of new characters in this, you know, right now. They had Ridley and Splatoon Girl, which we already kind of knew that Splatoon Girl was going to be there. Though, Holly, yeah. how much did you love the stage reveal for Splatoon in Smash Brothers? Oh my gosh! Mori Towers. You mean for the Octo expansion? No, no, I'm talking about for Smash no, Brothers. Mori Towers. Mori Towers is going to be our um the stage for Smash Brothers. Stage. That reveal? Yeah. The, what was special about that? Oh, uh, I thought we both were big fans of Mori Towers. I hit. Oh, yeah. I hate that level. That if you don't so play dumb. as a roller. Dude, when you play that level with dualies, that level sucks. Uh, well, don't play with dualies. Play with something that works, guy. Gosh. I, I love the dualies. Technically, if I you played look, with a good weapon, then it would be fun. Technically, it would be fun if you played with a good level. Technically. <laughs> um, um, okay, I have a couple things to say. Okay, let's go. Oh, oh. So this is actually kind of going to Splatoon 2, but like how many things were actually released during E3 for the Switch? That's, That's one of the big comment. reasons I'm giving a pretty good score to Nintendo. Mm -hmm. That's a good, good. That, that is Octo a, expansion. A great point. Fortnite. Some Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. That was awesome and unexpected. And Hollow Knight was released. Fortnite was released. Uh, Fallout Shelter. Uh, Paladins, oh, yeah. is, wasn't that one kind of released this, week, this yeah, E3 it was, week? It was, it was. Yeah, there was a ton. Of anyway, stuff. yeah, there really was. Uh, and they've done a good job with their sales, in my opinion, as well. Uh, I think that was that's a great point that we should actually spend a lot of time about because you guys have Xenoblade Chronicles, too, correct? I don't. Oh, just Holly. I do. How is that expansion? Um, I actually haven't tried it out myself okay, yet. Let's um, not talk about things that were really. No, I'm just kidding. So much came out, and yeah. right now I'm crazy. I'm playing. I'm like obsessively playing Fire Emblem Echoes just because of my Fire Emblem. Like I love, you know, Holly. I love the fact that you will always play something old when something new is right around the corner. Like <laughs> I want to talk about E3 and all these great new games. And you're like, yeah, uh, Fire Emblem Echoes is still a lot of fun. All those years ago, and still great. Like we know it's great, it Holly. Came out last year. Yeah, old stuff, <laughs> Holly. Old at this point. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, there's so much to play. It's insane. I haven't gotten that far in the Splatoon expansion either, but tons right, of stuff. I did watch the demo for the fire or for the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, thing, uh, the new one that just came out, and it it looks really fun. It's cool. You can unlock costumes for your characters. You can't change their clothes like at all during the main game, but now they actually have costumes, which is really cool. Um, and you unlock those in the challenge mode and Shulk and Fiora from Xenoblade one show up as blades. <gasps> I mean, you're, you're like, yeah, Oh, okay. there's so much to play. I don't know where to start. I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, you know how Eugene feels when we talk Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know. You, you just made up words for the last little bit there, you I think. You only just noticed that? <laughs> yeah. About my shirt? Um, I anyway. love that shirt. That's an awesome shirt. Um, Had to geek out. Okay, uh, no, I think that's awesome. I'm, I'm so happy that you're you're excited for that. I think that's, that's really, really cool. Um, Fortnite. Have either of you guys played Fortnite? Because we're t talking about games yep. that have come out uh, the day of upon them talking about it. Fortnite, I think, was it was it should have been a bigger surprise. I'm actually kind of annoyed because a buddy of mine at work, he knew he knows that I'm a big uh, Dragon Ball Z fighters fan and I really wanted it to come to switch. 
And as soon as he saw that leaked picture, he totally spoiled it for me. Like he sent it to me like and he's like, Matt, look at this. And it's like, why did you why did you do that? I don't I, I would have been so excited. I would have hyperventilated. I would have fainted. But no, he took that away from me. Uh, so I still was happy that it, it was true. But he kind of like uh, took away some of my excitement, it, even about Fortnite. I feel like I would have been more excited about Fortnite coming to switch if it wasn't leaked early. Um, but I have played quite a bit of it. Uh, Gentis, you said you've played a little bit of it. Would you play it yeah. on PS4 as well? Were you a Wait, Fortniter? Would I, would I play it on PS4? No, did you play it on PS4 at all? No, and thank goodness for that, yeah. because Sony can go suck it. Yeah, yeah, you would have been SOL if you if that would have been the case. Yeah. Uh, stuck out on a limb because uh, your account is locked on a Sony account, so I had to literally start a it, brand well, new email account for let, this. Let's go back a little bit. It's not just your Fortnite account. It Epic. is your entire Epic account. Epic. If you have ever played an Epic game on a PlayStation console, you cannot use that account with a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, there are people Sony looking, will not allow it. There are people looking at the legality of all this because that seems very it's, shady. Because there was nothing it's, to it's warn legal you. Because there's in it's in their terms of service that they can do that. Nobody reads. But that. what Sony doesn't realize is they could make more money yeah. by saying, "Hey, if you have this account, if you make your PlayStation your primary Epic account." And we let you play on other consoles, but not progress. And if you want to progress, you play it on our console and you buy all the stuff on our console. They could make a boatload of money doing it that yeah. way. Yeah. But instead, they're like, no, forget you. We're just going to lock it and you're going to have to set up a new account, which is what most people are doing it anyway. Yeah, it's what I did, because if I have the ability to play a game on my my switch over my PS4, I'm going to do that uh, very quickly. I, I wanted to say I'm I was selling my PS4. I was in the middle of selling my PS4 at GameStop because they were offering two hundred and fifty dollars for a PS4 for a trade in towards a Nintendo switch. And I was going to take that deal and I could not make it to twin in time before they closed. Otherwise, my PS4 was going to be sold this weekend to buy a second switch. And I was unable to do that. So if anybody is a third switch just because if anybody is looking to buy a ps4 i i legitimately am interested in selling it though i will tell holly you is. that i want like like 500 dollars holly i feel like that's a fair price um fair. i need a really good like deal three, that one. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding guys calm down uh gentis now going away from the sony talk uh holly tell us your very quick uh fortnite story oh i played once I got my butt kicked. I didn't know what I was doing. There's no... And I know everyone seems to hate tutorials. I kind of like tutorials. I don't know how to play first person or... Is third this, person. This is third person, third. isn't it? Yeah. I still don't know how to play, like, the legit ones where you've got, like, you know, real guns. That kind of creeps me this out. Game um, isn't, this game is not so. about the violence, though. Like, that's something that I was trying to kind yeah. of explain to somebody. This game is very little about the shooting somebody in a face game. And this is legitimately like playing, like, tag or late. It's like playing laser tag. Like, this game is the closest thing to Splatoon that isn't made by Nintendo in a lot of ways. Um, mm -hmm. I think yeah. I was actually... I, I thought that Splatoon was going to get a Battle Royale mode. I really did. That was going to be the... Yeah, me too. That was going to be cool. Well, still, with Splatoon versus Fortnite, I mean, I can shoot a splatter shot easy peasy. Like, that's... Just, like, the way... Like, Splatoon is so natural. 
to me. Uh, yeah. A game like with more real weapons, like you've got these crazy snipers and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it doesn't explain the fort building mechanic very well either. I don't, I mean, I guess you're just supposed to get out there and play around on this amazing kind of playground and just do random stuff. But uh, yeah, I didn't find it that fun to jump in not knowing how to play and then to get my butt kicked. Didn't enjoy that much, but I think you wow. have to have a group of friends yeah. to play with. That's where I was going to go. I have not played that game by myself, but I have played it with the crew over at Infendo. Um, I think we played it on launch night together. And I was cursing at Justin from Infendo Radio because he was sending me invites and I couldn't figure out how to accept them because that game is not intuitive when it comes to its menus at all. But once I finally got in, I had a really good time. And it's a game that I had zero interest in because I don't play shooters. I... I only play it in solo. Um, I, I don't mind playing it in duo or in squad if I know the people that I'm going to be playing with and stuff. But I much, much prefer uh, playing in solos. I like the the uh, so it's not like here's the thing is it's not realistic. I, I, I know what you mean by what you said, Holly. I'm not trying to like right. downplay what you actually said, but it's it's right. not it, a realistic game in, in the yeah. most general sense of it. I mean, it is only realistic in the most it, general sense because you're a human it's more it's more realistic than splatoon but yeah. it's not as realistic as call of duty exactly and i like the the idea of playing like hide and seek i like being able to uh, maneuver and wait it out you can i i got to second place not, not this time but when i was playing on my ps4 by hiding and just waiting and then only uh, needing to kill one person and then i lost by the person before that and and i i got second obviously but uh you don't have to go in guns blazing you don't have to get 50 kills you you don't. And there are there, you're playing against 99 other people, and I I killed one person and I got second place. You don't need to shoot people to win this game. Um, it's it's about being strategic, which is something I think you actually might enjoy, Holly. And I think in a group setting, you would actually enjoy that more because you could lidger, you could right. do a, a flanking system, have having people go into a building while you stand back on on a sniper post, for instance, and use that sort of communication to lead them around. Like you can have strategic elements in this game uh, very quickly because we're actually kind of running long, and I don't want to run too long. Uh, I'm sure you guys don't either. So I want to tell very funny story about Splatoon or about uh, uh, Fortnite. I was playing duos with a very, very good friend who I haven't spoken to for many years. He used to live very close and now he lives very far and we do not talk very often and we don't really play games all that often either. But he saw that I was playing Fortnite and he jumped in and I was so happy to see him there. It, it really made me angry that there wasn't a good form of voice chat at the time because I, I had it docked so I couldn't just like plug headphones in and that update hadn't quite rolled out anyways. So we right. both start dancing in the menu and like I'm just giggling laughing at this because I know that he's dancing at me and I'm dancing at him and it's hilarious stuff going on. So then we start the match and we start the match and we get way outside of the circle of the storm. If you don't know how it's played, then every couple of minutes the storm goes closer to the middle of the circle and it keeps forcing you towards the middle so that eventually you have to fight each other. So I'm towards the outside of it with my friend and all of a sudden we are shooting these people. We both get a kill and we like start celebrating without realizing that the storm is about to close in on us we, and we are super far away from the circle that we need to get to to be safe so we both just start running immediately as fast as we possibly can trying to save our own skin right and we stay basically right next to each other and we keep like looking back at each other to make sure like we're close by one another and it's just like the funniest thing so finally we get to the point where like we don't have enough building supplies to get up a mountain very quickly so we're both like trying to like go around the opposite direction and the storm gets us and, or so the storm gets me and I start dying 
dying and then I lose a bunch of health and then I start crawling on the ground because I have under the needed health so I can stand and run. So obviously I'm not going to make it out of this, right? And I start just kind of wandering on my hands and knees and I turn around and there's my friend Ben on his hands and knees too. And we both just like meet each other in the middle on our hands and knees <laughs> as we're both dying and we just kind of like start dancing to each other as we're like dying on the ground. <laughs> and then the game ends and we just busted up laughing on Messenger to each other and it was one of the absolute funniest and closest friendship moments that I could ever have in a video game. Uh, dying with him <laughs> side by side was a was a beautiful thing. It was it was it was nice. That's my. Oh, that is good. That's my Fortnite. Can, I'm just picturing it all. It was amazing. It's like it's like what you used to have to do with Triforce Heroes, where you could have amazing conversations by saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, our our death spoke volumes of our friendship. Um, so is there anything Pom -poms. Else, is there anything else that we want to talk about real quick because we are running a little bit late I know you have Infendo that you need to get to by the way guys Nintendo Fever is only here because of Infendo is actually uh, uh, our sister we're their we're their daughter they're our mother I don't know how this works I'm just saying <laughs> random words now at this point but anyways we exist because they have made us exist and they asked me and Holly to do the show and by that we've gotten we've adopted Gentis as our baby boy and now we share custody I, he goes to Christmas at one here. of our homes I won't be here every week but I will well, be here most weeks. We do it monthly, so we can figure out a way to get you in on yeah, it. <laughs> um, exactly. So we are more of a monthly podcast as of right now. We did one last month. We did one this month. We probably won't do one again till next month. We may settle into a more uh, natural schedule. Only time will kind of tell. And you guys as the fans will dictate that as well, I want to say. Uh, we want to we want to appease you guys in the sense that we want to do something that can maybe work functionally with a different sort of lifestyle things have changed over the last you know about two years year and a half since we we were doing uh, nintendo fever full-time obviously so um we want to hear feedback from you guys as often as humanly possible uh the only other thing that i think needs to be said is infendo radio does their show on wednesday as well so we may even change our night that we actually do this hard to tell for sure um but go and check them out they are a little bit more of an adult themed uh, infendo show hey how's it going infendo radio did you only show up because i was talking radio. about you did you wait a minute is that you gentis are you sneaking no that's probably eugene oh as hi a matter eugene of fact, <gasps> our side owner is he watching us just secretly probably. in the corner making sure that nintendo he, radio is he's got an amazing setup <laughs> um so yeah see i like you eugene and, and and what you guys do over there uh we're your papa mama cousin yeah it works mm -hmm. okay so <laughs> um do we have anything else that we want to talk about before we decide to kind of wrap the show in general? Is there another game, there, either one you want to talk about? There is one thing we would be remiss to not talk about with me on the show. Okay, let's do it. Um, last time we were on, you introduced me as a self-proclaimed Minecraft aficionado. I believe I might have done that. The Minecraft, you did. I listened to the show again. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Minecraft update slash physical version comes out tomorrow. And that is what is giving us the Bedrock Edition slash Better Together update. I am thrilled. I have some friends on Xbox that I've been looking forward to play with for a long time. And as of tomorrow, I will finally be able to play with them. That um, one is linking all of the editions, correct? What was that? That one's linking all of the editions, including the Android wow. edition. Yes, yeah. all versions except Sony. Is it not so? What? That's Wait a minute. What I was ask. So, Sony has blocked crossplay for Minecraft, Rocket League, and now Fortnite. Wow. Their story of anti crossplay has been going for over a year now, according to kindoffunny.com, another show I listened to. Um, 
But so not to get back on the Sony conversation, because we obviously know that that I'm bitter about that as a former Sony fanboy. Um, I am so thrilled. The new version of Minecraft, you're going to be able to see twice as far, even in handheld mode, as what you're used to being able to see. Um, I It supposedly runs better. I haven't seen it with my own two eyes, so I cannot confirm or deny right now. But it's supposed to run a lot better, and everything you've done so far in your existing version of Minecraft, including all the DLC you bought in your Switch version of Minecraft, will transfer over to the new version. That's so exciting. Uh, it will be if you bought it digitally. You will have to re-download it. If you bought it physically, the new version will be on the cartridge, so you won't have to do anything else. Are you, if you bought it digitally? I'll be getting it. Buy, yeah, if you bought it digitally and you buy it physically, you should still be able to transfer your stuff over. There'll be a, if I remember right, there's something on the main screen that says "Migrate Worlds" or something to that effect. Hmm. I uh, don't have the digital version, but um, the physical co- comes out tomorrow, right? That's what I've been waiting on, so I'm Accor- it. So according to Minecraft's Twitter feed, um, it comes out tomorrow. According to the Nintendo eShop, the estimated release date for the digital version is today. So hopefully that means at 10 p.m. our time, which is midnight East Coast time, I will be able to download the new version. I will put it out on the Nintendo Fever Twitter when it's available hmm, interesting uh i i'm thrilled i wished i wouldn't have bought it digitally because i'm probably going to not buy it physically now um yeah well yeah and you've only, got a free digital copy of it the of only the new version the only reason why i would buy it <laughs> the only the, the only reason why i would buy a uh but the only the only reason why I would buy a uh, physical copy is if I do line up getting a second switch for my daughter, which don't tell her that is that might be happening for her. Um, I would buy the physical copy because that would be the only right way for her right. to play it technically, because the game was bought under my account. I can't transfer those games onto her account, can I? Like, right. no. yeah, so now so, they're locked to the account. Exactly. So I, I think if if I get a. If I get a second Switch, then I would buy the game again. That way that we'd have a physical so. copy and a digital copy of it and stuff. Um, Holly, any final games or comments you would like to make before we end the show? Can't think of any. Uh, there's tons more that we could cover, but, I mean, that would take forever. So, But I, I really like Let's just hang out. Let's just hang out here all day, guys. Let's not even worry about families or responsibilities or life <laughs> or even video other shows or other shows. Oh, shh, shh, don't say that. Don't, he's, he's watching. You can't say that right now. Um, oh, no, she's out of food. She can't. Don't. Oh, no, that's the last cracker. The poor, the poor starving college student. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, my gosh. It's so painful when you're on a live stream and you have your face being shown and, like, you need to sneeze and then you don't because I look like I was a, I was a, a dum-dum. Oh, I did that a minute ago. Don't worry about it. Right there. Yeah, but you look natural. You're like, oh, I'm going to sneeze. I'm like, ah. So it just was it's just weird. Okay, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, this show is, is meant to be something a little bit outrageous, a little bit fun, and a little bit quirky. And luckily, we have myself, Gentis, and Holly. So I think we fit that okay. Uh... I can't think of a good way to end the show because it's been so long since I feel like I've ended a show well. So if you guys are not busy in about an hour, go and check out Infendo Radio because they will put on some good content that you will like when it comes to Nintendo. In about 13 minutes? Oh, in about 13. Never mind. Just jump over there right now. Continue your Nintendo feed at this yeah, exact moment. Yeah, just stay with us all night. All we're, night. we're just going to keep talking Nintendo Oh, can night. I join you? Can I just jump on there too? 
I don't have a problem with it. I'm just kidding. I, I, my wife, my wife, your wife, your wife might, but you know. Okay, guys, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit this, this thing so we can talk about it more later. But uh, until next time, please keep on playing your Nintendo Switches, show it some love, and dust off your Wii because all games deserve to get played at least once. Until next time, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye bye.